give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 13 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I'm a geeky mom, mom of a six-year-old. I've been in the games industry for a very long time. Currently, I write a column every other week about Game of Thrones for the Geek Embassy. I am also joined by head geek at the Geek Embassy, Regina McMenemy, who is also a geeky mom, mom of a four-year-old. Hi, Regina. Hi, Nicole. (laughs) And then also joined by our resident dad, Stephen Deutschman, who is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. Three kids for now. But yes. Three kids for now. Oh, no. Are we in that situation again? They're back at school and they're back on their bullshit, you know. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine. They're Fortnite detoxing. I was going to ask oh, how, right. how did the Fortnite detox go, but... Um, well, they've been detoxing since before school started because um, the general had it uh, because they spent like three days doing nothing. Um, like we gave each of them like a job, like Maggie's job was to clean up her toys and Jake's job was to, I don't even remember, like, I don't even know. And Evan was job was to empty and load the dishwasher. Like, that's it. He's 12. And as far yeah. as I'm concerned, if you can breed a Pokemon, you can load and unload a dishwasher. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, so they just didn't do it. Like three days in a row, they just didn't do anything. And all so three of them? Would, all three of them. Oh, wow. So where, like, Jacob made himself a plate of nachos and proceeded to dump half of it on the floor. Oh, geez. And not oh, wow. pick it up. <laughs> like. Wow. So my wife came home and was like, what is this? And they had no real explanation. And and if it wasn't Fortnite, they were just watching Captain Sparkles on YouTube. And by the way, yeah. Captain Sparkles only recently started doing games again. For a while, he was only doing reaction videos. So my children were actually watching videos of a man going through Reddit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Looking at videos. So I'm like, if they were playing Fortnite, it's like, I get it. It's the summer. Fortnite's going to, you know, not yeah. be that huge eventually. Like, get it. This is the summer of Fortnite. Enjoy it. Right. Um, And I can't really hate on that. I mean, I have binged a bit. And we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. <laughs> um, But, like, it's just so they got it taken away. And they were relatively heartbroken. And they don't get it back until they are good for X number of days in a row. Mm-hmm. And they have not managed. So, um, you know, but I mean, what are you going to do? We found the currency. It is right. making them better, even if it's not perfect. Right. I expect yeah. perfect because I'm irritated. Right. So it's not like I'm saying they can't have dinner. Right. <laughs> they, can, they're to, they can even watch television. They just can't play Fortnite. I think right. it, I think it's okay to accept to demand perfection in order to do like recreational shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, last week I was at Disneyland. It was fun. It was crazy hot. Oh my god! And so the funny thing, at least with all my friends, is that uh, I got this is ridiculous woman stuff. I got a new purse. For to take to Disneyland that was a lot lighter weight than everything else I have. I transferred like 
I didn't transfer like my whole wallet. I took like out my ID and my credit cards and stuff like that and just put them in a pocket. So because I didn't transfer much stuff from that purse into the new purse, none of my hair ties made it from my old purse into my mm. new purse. I saw this and- saga. I did too. <laughs> I saw walking. a cap and a ponytail holder eventually. I know. I was walking <laughs> around Disneyland for a while with my hair just down. I'm like, there's no way. This is not going to work. I have to have my hair off my neck. And we were looking at all these stores, could not find any hair ties. Like I had resigned myself that I was probably going to have to get something pink with like a Minnie Mouse bead on it or something. <laughs> but I couldn't even find those. So I'm like, well... I guess a hat would work. It actually took me a little, I was like really thinking like third shot, we couldn't find them. Like what the hell can I do about this? So I'm like a hat might work and I never wear hats. Never, ever, ever. You could tell by your, by your smile. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked. Um, I, it just, um, one of the things I don't like about hats is that I, it's, it gets irritated on my forehead mm-hmm. a little quickly. Yeah. It bothers me. Um, mm-hmm. So then we found I found scrunchies, uh, Monsters Inc. themed scrunchies. So there's one Sully and there's one Mike Wazowski. It's just of all the wacky bullshit, right? Like, <laughs> like I. It's just so. It's just like when you found that, I was like, "There's no way. Like that's that can't be the one thing you found." It's so, like it's just so weird to me. You know what I mean? And yes, I wear baseball caps regularly, but I have <laughs> I have a branded baseball cap. So, yeah. you know, like. Well, mine was branded, too. It was just, it was yeah. actually kind of a cute hat. It was, it was cute, like, yeah. an emoji hat. So you, it came with a bunch, the top of it was Velcro, and it came with a bunch of different patches. Like, oh, that's cute. Patches that you could stick on it. Yeah. I just used Mickey because I thought the other ones looked dumb. So, um, but I'm going to give it to Anna because she, she likes the, that idea, so. Anyhow, <laughs> so I found the air ties and I wore them after that. I wore them. Right. Before, I think it was two days afterwards. Right. I mean, Everybody. listen, you got to do what you got to do. do what you got to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but otherwise it was really cool. We ate dinner at the, uh, the restaurant that is inside the pirates of the Caribbean ride. Oh, which is pretty cool. It was they very make you dress dark. up like pirates. No, they do not do that. Um, it is like Cajun-ish type food, which is really cool. It was really good, but it's also so dark in there that like they have a like a little candle type thing on the center of the table, but it's super dark. I had to like hold my menu up to that thing in order to be able to read it. Um, but anyhow, and then it's also a couple of show well one show and then there was an electrical parade thing the show was actually really really good typically amusement park shows are cheesy as all hell like they're just boring you sit there for the kids but this this show that we saw was called phantasmic was really really good because it like took place over the water and they projected things like onto steam and there were pyrotechnics along with the water spraying it was very elaborate but um it was really cool so that's cool. Yeah. So it was fun. Anna had uh, a lot of fun too. This year she was tall enough to go on the Indiana Jones ride. Last year she was not tall enough. She did not enjoy the Indiana Jones ride. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
she was crying when oh. we got off of it. She's like, I'm never going on Indiana Jones again. And she like stomps her foot. Like as she says that, oh. um, I know it's a oh, scary but at the same time. <laughs> not really. Yeah. I and mean, it wasn't, it wasn't what we expected. We expected like a roller coaster mm-hmm. and really what it was is kind of a faster, jerkier, dark ride mm. than those other rides they have at Disney. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, it was so jerky that it hurt Isaac's back, but I thought it was, it was pretty fun. But Anna, man, she did that same thing last year when she got off of space mountain. She still doesn't like space mountain. She cried getting off space mountain again. Um, mm. But the reason she doesn't like that is because it's, it's in the dark and you can't see anything. You can't see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I can't remember if I told you that I took Iris on her first. Um, roller coaster. Oh no! How was that? Um, it was okay uh, <laughs> at first, and it was okay. So there's this really old uh, amusement park near here called um, Enchanted Garden. Uh-huh. The the rides are really old. And <laughs> we got on it, and I'm looking at it, and you can kind of sit and watch it as it kind of loops around, and it didn't right. look like it was going too fast. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't too worried about it, but it was like a little bobsled and it's like a winter scene that you're, you're in uh-huh. and we go to get, you know, we go in it and there's no, there's no security belt. Oh, okay. And it's, it's got a top on it. So the top that latches, but there's no actual like bar that comes down or seat belts or anything. Oh, wow. So I'm like, well, this can't go that fast because there is literally nothing holding us. You know, if this were to go off rails, we would like crash our skulls on the top of this thing. There's no way they're letting kids this small on a ride. And so this is going to be that bad. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) We turn a corner and this all hell broke loose. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. And I'm like holding on to her and I'm like, okay, don't squeeze her too hard. Don't squeeze her too hard. Don't squeeze her too hard. (laughs) Wow. And she got off and she's like, I'm never doing that again. And she started to cry. And we were with a friend of hers and she was in the car behind us and they got off and she said the same thing. She's like, I'm never going on that ride again. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't think anybody should be going on that ride. The $80 admission we spent to get in this place and like upgrade maybe. (laughs) Yeah. That's nuts. That's like, that's like half the price of a Disneyland ticket. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there's two roller coasters, so it's not like, you know, it's big. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, Disneyland's a little bit more substantial, but I was just like, okay, come on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, the other funny thing is we did this uh, character breakfast thing. It was like, it was, we had breakfast there every day because it was a buffet and the buffet was really good. So it's like, we went for that, not necessarily for the characters, but one of the gr- the groups of characters that they had there was uh, Chippendale, which Anna act, you know, really, really loves. But by the second day, Isaac and I had kind of figured out the, um, the the organization of the characters because they would ah. do this parade to zippity doodah and then after that would end then they the characters would all go around to the individual tables and like take pictures and whatnot um but then they would play the mickey mouse song you know the m-i-c-k-e-y one right um right before they went to do that parade and by the second day i had, I had that figured out I was like, I bet you that that's their warning that they need to get back 
stage or back at the back of the restaurant to get ready to do this parade. Mm -hmm. And so at one point, one of the chipmunks, I don't know which one it was, was really cutting it close (laughs) as far as getting back quickly enough. And so I was watching him and he turned around. He was like booking it, like running to the back. But the thing is with those chipmunks, costumes they're, they're really baggy and they yeah. go like down past the knee uh-huh. the bag. <laughs> so him booking it was like waddling like, right <laughs> it was so funny oh my god crack me up yeah so hair ties and a waddling chipmunk those are some of my yeah. uh, highlights, my highlights. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyhow but school starts next week yeah us here too Anna's like, I don't want to go back to school, which makes me sad because I liked school. My daughter has asked every day since we got back from our vacation when she goes back to school. She can't wait. Wow. (laughs) But I have a dog, so (laughs) I'm pretty sure the big pull is getting to see Bailey. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um. So I'm sorry, Stephen, that this last week has been so bad for you. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I got my code for the messenger, so I feel. A oh, okay, cool. Unfortunately, video games have been hanging under a very dark cloud these past. <laughs> last few weeks talk about like the weird like terrible controversies yeah um so on the last episode we talked about the whole plagiarism bit uh as i'm sure you've all heard there was a shooting in jacksonville florida at a madden qualifying tournament which killed three people which is terrible enough on its own but you know strikes home a little bit more having it be in a video game event because yep. that's never happened at a video game event before. Yeah. So, um, well, and video games are already blamed for shootings and then to have it be a video game event. And I started a post like three times, you know, for Facebook, that was something along the lines of, Oh, great. Right. You know, video games yeah. are going to get blamed, you know, 10 times worse because it's a video game event. Yeah. Um, but I, I stopped myself from posting it cause I just didn't want to deal with the, Flack. Yeah. I actually didn't hear any. Have you heard that argument come up? I haven't heard it. Yeah, the, the good news. Yeah. If, if anyone would hear that crap, it would be me. Um, okay. Because I hear the grumpy parents. Um, the good news is no. Um, because and here's why. Because it's Madden. Everyone knows what Madden is. One of the yeah. issues with shooters is that people don't understand what they are and they don't understand what they're about. Oh. Right. Like mm-hmm. when people think about like Call of Duty, Halo, even, right? Like all they mm-hmm. assume is that it's just just mindless people killing other people killing, they don't yeah, yeah. what else is happening right mm-hmm. like if you ask like your average mom they would not be able to identify the difference between battlefield one and overwatch like right. none of them like they would never be able to tell right. um and so um it the, the the thing with madden though is everyone knows madden because right. it's the, and it's football, it's the football game right. and it's football which is everyone's favorite pastime and the well, people who love to pitch about the, and I'm going to get to the next one. Not everyone's. Okay. No, no. I, that's me. what I was going to say. Trust me, is, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to qualify it. Trust me. It is very hard to be a fan of the NFL right now, um, <laughs> but, but I'm a fan of the players 
right. and I'm ignoring yeah. the owners. With that right. said, that I can talk, I'll talk about that on my Facebook. But um, a lot of the people that like to bitch about it being, you know, video games fault aren't going to, are, are the same people who would, who are, you know, boycotting like and that are going to boycott the NFL because the players aren't kneeling, right? right? Like they right. love yeah. the NFL. So it's, it, th- that helped. Um, with that said, okay. um, I mean, come on, dudes. Like, yeah. this is just, um, what's really troubling is there was a competitor. Yeah. Right. It's a competitor, yes. um, a part of the Madden scene. Um, I had, some, like, it's weird because I had, you know, I, when you hear, like, you know, you, video game Twitter blew up, right? Yeah. And right. Um, you expect to hear from, like, you know, like Greg Miller was affected because people were asking him if he was there. Right. And it didn't really like surprise me. Like, well, it just, it surprised, that surprised me. But like, then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? If there was a Madden tournament that was super close to me and it was something big like that, I absolutely would have been there. Right. Even if I wasn't playing, I would have been there to like watch it or check it out. Maybe even brought Evan on with it. me. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that this is not outside the realm of possibility that I would be there. And I've also been at other large scale gaming events. I used to go to a magic tournament called the Waterbury, which took place in Waterbury, Connecticut, where hundreds of people came and brought thousands of dollars of magic cards, traveled internationally to get there. It's a huge deal. It's one of the biggest things of the year. Um, There was no freaking security there. Yeah. Um, So like this, this definitely, I mean, all these shootings at home, right? Like I was in a, I I was in a first grade classroom once. Right. right? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Exactly. So that was a thing, but the fact that this was at a gaming event, a place where we're supposed to come together, um, really, really bothered me. Um, you know, it just hit me. And the other piece, and I don't know if you guys, you probably didn't have to deal with it. Um, I had to explain to Evan. Right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't have to deal was, with that, but yes, we were going back to school shopping. I it, forgive me, I'm going to tell the story because I think it's important. Um, like he's not a kid anymore. Right. He's yeah. not a little kid anymore. Um, he we were back to school shopping when the original text message came that there was a shooting, and mm-hmm. I just had to get my business done, so I didn't really think about it. And then I came out of the shop to a story about how it was at a Madden tournament. Mm-hmm. And I told Evan, because I was like, you know what? I got to tell him. He was asking too much. You know, I thought about just kind of obfuscating it, but I knew he was going to find out. Um, he, he said to me, well, dad, that's probably a good thing. You know, if it could be that it happened to video games, because like Reddit's going to be all over it and they're going to find this guy and he's going to go to jail and he's going to, you know, there's going to be justice. <laughs> and I had to tell him that, no, they don't need to find him because he was one of the competitors and he got really quiet. Um, yeah. And like at that moment, you know, I like, I don't know what, what it was about that, but it really hit him. And, you know, I don't have a kid. I don't have a little kid anymore. You know, yeah. he's a, mm-hmm. and it's because of stuff like that. And it just keeps happening. Everybody's having those moments. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating to happen to that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just so sad. You know, it is, it is. And like, um, you know, it just takes the whole sore loser bit, obviously to the, uh, the worst place it can possibly go. But, you know, I would hope that, um, that this, as Stephen likes to say, would be a teachable moment for some parents to just mm-hmm. enforce, don't be a sore loser. Like, yeah. you know, cause that's what this was all about. Yep. So, um, but yeah. 
I did. I actually put up a Facebook Live video, so people yep, can yeah. head to, to my Facebook. Um, and I that po- that was posted minutes after I explained it to Evan. Um, he was yeah. sitting literally right there. Um, while I did yeah. the video, I mean, because I had to say something, and because yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Lord knows I have no power to affect change in regards to our firearm situation, which is a discussion for probably another time and another podcast. Right. <laughs> However. You know what I can't, you know, like toxicity is our stuff. We can fix that because half of the people that are toxic are because they don't know any better. Right. Because they grew up in a time where nobody realized that that was the possible end result. Yeah. So, man, talk to your kids. (laughs) I mean, make them better and be better to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm salty and people give me crap for being obnoxious and grumpy. But the reality is you know, I can lose with grace. Right. And, you know, and I win with grace most of the time. <laughs> right? Really? <laughs> I win with grace. I, I, no one has ever threatened to kill me for okay. being, uh, winning. Is that the bar? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the bar. Apparently, like now it is. Of us um, apparently, now it is. But, yeah. you know, like we can teach our kids yeah. to be better. And yeah, yep. I wrote. So. I've written about that before too. Where it's you know, it's important. It's just as important to learn how to be a gracious winner as it is to be a gracious loser. Um, mm-hmm. But that we, I actually I think it was it, on, on our on the Geek Embassy. Dante just wrote a, a piece about um, how important it is to learn how to lose, and yeah. not just to learn how to lose, but to take away lessons from when you do lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and the example he gave, uh, which I, t- I told him he was a little hard on himself <laughs> because he was like, he taught me how to play Sushi Go Party right. at a con we were at. And he was all set to win, I guess. No idea. Um, <laughs> totally snaked it from him. And he said it was really humbling because uh, it was the first time I played. And um, he was just like, you know, here I was thinking that I was going to outsmart her. And I had the advantage when I, and I made a dumb mistake because of that. Yeah. Um, You know, it's things like that, which really are the lessons that we should learn from gaming just in general, like gaming should be our safe space to like, you know, Mm -hmm. try these things out and find these things out, Uh, which is why the toxicity that we do have in the gaming community is so dangerous and so bad. Um, Because so many people do learn that, oh, it's okay to talk this way to other people. It's okay to call people these names. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that, which extends to, you know, Roblox chats and, you know, all this kind of like other crappy stuff we hear about, you know, we, it really shouldn't be part of it. Um, Or, or we should be able to learn or hopefully learn from all of that. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, And as a result of this, EA has canceled all of the other Madden qualifiers, I don't know what they're going to do as far as their yearly, like, final championship competition, but they've canceled all the other qualifiers. Um, but, yeah, so this whole security thing is, <laughs> it's it's a little nerve-wracking to me because I'm heading to one of the biggest yep. video game nice. events on Friday. And uh, PAX is not have that much security i mean they, oh. they released a statement saying that they do things that people don't see as like part of their security but there are no metal detectors they have yeah. a quote unquote check weapons back. check but yeah. that is for cosplayers Cosplay. 
Yeah, they don't check your bags. They don't they look don't, at your bag. Yeah. Are they it's not just, doing that? They like haven't they in the past. They're not going to do it now? I know they haven't in the I past. We'll see. I mean, they didn't say anything about that being the case. Um, but, but yeah, it's nuts. I, I mean... I went to <laughs> PAX shortly after the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. And a week after somebody tried to bring uh, guns into the Pokemon World Championships in Boston. Wow. So... Boston does not mess around. Right. So yeah. PAX East. Yeah. Boston been, was very different. You know, I've, yeah. I've been getting, you know, I've been, I've never been to a PAX where I haven't had uh, security dogs sniffing my stuff. And, yeah. You know, I remember having our bags checked when we went to um, PAX East, but not in um, yeah. West. I've, I never, no, actually, I don't think any cons I've ever gone to in the Seattle Convention Center have checked even uh, yeah. emerald city doesn't check i'm positive yeah, right. geek girl con doesn't check yeah um, you know i mean that's a smaller a much smaller con but still, still yeah big. i only oh, saw there was a, a bag check at geek girl con once but that wasn't into the whole show that was specifically into the anita sarkeesian talk oh right yeah um so so that's the only time i've ever seen it mm-hmm. so um because that happened pretty much in the thick of Gamergate. I was surprised right. that she even came out to speak. Um, so that's the only time I've ever seen a bag check for anything at GeekroCon. Like you said, it doesn't happen at Emerald City, and mm-hmm. it hasn't happened at PAX. I'm really interesting to see if they have changed anything at PAX. I mean... They better. Yeah. They better. Yeah. So we'll Be see. ready for the lines if they do, because if yeah, they I do know. implement it, it's gonna they're going to have they're going to have cluster. no idea what to do. It's going to be um, an absolute cluster. Well, and yeah. you know, you haven't been to the Seattle Convention Center, Stephen, and it is not it's not well designed to begin with, <laughs> right? <laughs> like yeah. in terms of like the way the you get up to the top, and then you have everybody has to file to the left to go through like a standard set of doors to get in the main entrance, and it's just. I mean, yeah, so it will probably be bad. I know the first day of PAX East when they brought in metal detectors, they had three. Mm. Wow. Spoiler alert. There was a line across the bridge to get into PAX East. Yeah. Um, It was bananas. Um, But, I mean, you know what? At the the same time, I say they should have Mm. security. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, like, we can't, like... At what point are we harming ourselves for the sake of safety? Like we pay, you know, like this is not like, this is literally the first time it's ever happened Mm -hmm. that, you know, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen ever again. Um, And, you know, so while I appreciate the idea that maybe we should, because, you know, it's, but you know, like this, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think there's, there's, we don't want to harm ourselves to protect ourselves at the right. same time. Yeah. You know, then, then the bad guys won. Even yeah, if that right. wasn't their intention, the bad guys still changed our behavior on their honor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In yeah. their effort. And like, I don't want to give anybody that satisfaction. Right. Um, you know, but because yeah. it's, I, I felt I certainly do feel exposed getting into big groups now. Like, man, yeah. I've never been afraid of big crowds, but I went to E3 and the first year that I was at E3, there weren't no security. And I mm-hmm. was like, yikes. 
Yeah. Both GDC and E3 said that they're implementing security measures. I suspect um, everybody's going to have to, to a degree. Yeah. The thing that actually, you know, really sucks for PAX is that they don't have a lot of time to plan this out or, you know, to to try to do anything because it's so, it's so. They're going to have to think on their feet. They're going to have to think on their feet. And that, uh, yeah. The, you know, it's a matter of can we get the equipment there? Can we get the manpower there? Mm-hmm. The, the, the key to that is money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can you can hire a security force relatively easily. Mm-hmm. You just need to spend money, right? Good, cheap, fast, right? Pick two. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Good, uh, fast. I was just thinking about that. So, because I'm going to Rose City Comic Con in two weeks. So not this weekend, but the weekend after Labor Day. But there's always been bag checks at Rose City. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. always been, you have to open your bag and they scan it and whatever thing to get into anywhere in it. So, yeah. We'll see. I, yes. I, I look forward to hearing back mm-hmm. after you are done with PAX. Yes, safely. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. That goes without saying. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we're not going to be there during the busiest day because we couldn't get tickets for Saturday. So we're not going to be there on Saturday. So hopefully, I, I mean, I don't know if that would make a difference or not, but Saturday's always nuts there. So Saturday is crazy. When Isaac couldn't get tickets, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I was, <laughs> I was not going to do four days. Anyhow, you don't need to be there four days. No, it's, you just don't. Like, unless you're a press person yeah. covering something, then just. You just I remember don't. when they changed it to four days and I was like, I barely made it to the third day. Like every yeah. time I went to PAX, I went to Friday and Saturday. And then by Sunday, I was like, if I see another mass of humanity in black t-shirts, <laughs> it's just too much for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel, I kind of feel the same way. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know if I'll go to all four days of PAX East next year. Yeah. I say that and you know, I probably will, but. yeah i never made it i only went to pax one time when it was four days and i made it three days that year but i still didn't make it to monday i went home i actually drove home after sunday i'm like yep bye (laughs) yeah the last time i was doing it was it this last year i don't remember i ended up staying home one of the days because i just felt like crap i'm like i just can't do this and i stayed home on the sunday and then went back on the monday so i don't know we'll see i hope that it's exhausting it is I mean, it's exhausting just have to deal with the crowds. Uh, yeah. Much less walk around. I'm telling you that humanity in the black t-shirts. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think I might have the, the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> humanity in black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on, unfortunately, we have another very dark story, um, which may or may not uh, have been following if you're kind of more of a casual gamer type part. So Riot, if you don't know who Riot is, Riot is the developer of League of Legends, which is one of the most popular games in the world ever. Uh, they employ like, I don't know, it's like a lot. It's 200-ish or more people. Um, and apparently their uh, their management are a bunch of jerks. And there's lots of sort of the sexual harassment going on that is yeah. just completely overlooked. And there have been lots of, um, there was a story on Kotaku, an investigative story about that sort of toxic culture um, at Riot. And uh, who was that written by? Cecilia D. Anastasio. 
uh, wrote this for Kotaku. Um, and she talked to 28 either current or former Riot employees, most of them who talked anonymously, of course. Um, I would certainly not go on record uh, talking about that sort of stuff, especially if the management is so ridiculous about it. Because they're, they've had this excuse that, like, their culture is, like, supposed to be edgy, you know? Like, and people are, if people are too sensitive, quote unquote, then maybe they don't belong at right because they don't get the culture, mm-hmm. um, which is a BS excuse anyhow. Yeah, but um, so there's been stuff besides that article. There have been other employees that have come out and like posted on Facebook or Twitter. And I read a really long like blog post from uh, a guy actually uh yesterday i read it it got shared around he talked about like why he left um so but riot um released a statement today which is uh i was surprised i wasn't expecting them to do anything but they released a statement that says that they've been focused on listening and learning which is kind of weird but anyhow they say that they're sorry and that riot you know, hasn't always been the place that, that they have promised people mm-hmm. and that it took so long for them to listen. Uh, and, you know, it's, 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 crap. it's, it's crap. It's just BS. They like just didn't own up to any of it. Yeah. Like you can at least say, you know, we realize the culture's gotten out of hand and we're going yeah. to address it. Yeah. Period. Like that's all you'd have to say. Like yeah. you wouldn't even have to say that it's harassment. Just say the culture and the company has gotten out of hand and we need to address it. And, you know, we'll bring in, I mean, even was it Starbucks that did the sensitivity training? Like they closed down for an afternoon to give everybody yep. racial sensitivity yeah. training. So come yeah. on, like step it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But some places I've worked, like that's part of the stuff that you have to do yep. we have to when do you get hired. Like you, every yeah, you every five years, after renewal, yeah. five years, mine just came out. Well, it came up last year, but I just got the email this year that was like, go check your records, make sure you're up to date. Yeah. And you can get let go if you don't have your harassment training up to date. So, yeah, but uh, I'm not going to talk about any of the specifics that were said yeah. by people because they're pretty horrific. Um, but you could definitely go read that Kotaku article. I definitely um, encourage that if you're interested at all in kind of what has been going on at Riot. I mean, if I play League of Legends, this is at the point where I would have stopped playing League of Legends because of this. This is just unacceptable. Like, I don't use Uber because of I, the I was going to bring that up, and I didn't. But I yeah, the same the yeah. same reason I don't use Uber either. I I closed my account and I deleted the app off my phone when I found out about all the harassment yeah. charges that had come out of, from female developers on Uber. Yeah. Um. Well, if you'd like another shameless plug, uh, make sure to read um Tahani's uh your favorite thing sucks League of Legends edition. Ah, um, yes. Which got a lot of people angry. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, very timely, though. It was know. very timely. Yeah. Did and it you did. plan that? Or? No, no, it came, <laughs> nope, it came out before and then it happened oh. right after. And so it's like, wow. oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's ironic that the responses to the posts about Riot prove that the posts are right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because man, the, the 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 League of Legends community is insanely toxic. 
Yes. Arguably one of the most toxic in games. Um, if not and, the most toxic in games. Uh, I can't think of anything that's worse. Can you? But but since I can't, th- be, because I don't know, that's why I say yeah. arguably. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. But you're probably right. I mean, yeah. I can't think of one that's worse. And, you know, neither can I mean, and so they're arguably probably the worst. Mm-hmm. And they don't think they're bad. And, yeah. and it's... And it's it's like they said and remember the Titans. Attitude reflect leadership. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if if Riot is like, oh, we're edgy. Right. Then they're gonna encourage that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, Come on. Harassment is suddenly gonna be labeled as edgy and that's not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so you we'll can see. be edgy without being an asshole. Yeah. Exactly. It's really not hard. No, it's really not hard. Really. really. Yeah. All right. So there's our dark gaming stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the clouds will part in the next week and we don't have to worry about talking about all this crazy stuff. Um, but there are some light things that happened in the midst of all of this. Mm-hmm. Microsoft announced a really, really cool thing called, and I am trying not to be biased here because I think it's really, really cool. Even if my husband didn't work, for 343 but it's called xbox all access and you get a console uh games pass subscription and xbox live gold prescription uh, subscription prescription yeah maybe that <laughs> that is the right thing to do these days um anyhow so and you'd get all of that for 20 is it 25 dollars a month well it depends on which one so the way they announce oh, okay. it is for the xbox one x um, bundle. I guess you can't really call it a bundle, can you? But for the Xbox One X console with the the game with uh, Xbox Live and Game Pass, it's thirty four ninety nine a month. Okay. Um, which, if you do the math, it works out to a savings of twenty dollars. Mm. A savings. So we're basically financing it with no interest. In fact, they're paying us twenty bucks to do it. Yeah. Um, and. The um, Xbox One S bundle is twenty one ninety nine, um, yes. and that, if you do the math, works out to a savings of about like a hundred and ten dollars or something yeah. like that. Like it is a very significant savings. Um, I mean, I have asked, ever since they announced this, I have gone out of my way to ask every like non gaming like parent anything. Like, yeah. hey, your kids asked for an Xbox this year, or more appropriately, hey, your kids are asking for either a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox this year, mm-hmm. and one of them you can spend $400 on, and the other one you can lease over two years, like your iPhone. Yeah. Um, everyone is indicating that there's going to be a whole generation of Xbox kids because their parents can actually afford $35 a month. Right. Um, yep. Or $20 a month. $20 a month for an Xbox One S is mm-hmm. stealing. Yeah. <laughs> it's stealing. Yeah. Um, you know, and the fact that you don't have to buy it up front. And, you know, I've had some people come at me, you know, like at my workplace when I was talking about, et cetera. Like, how is Microsoft making money on that? Girl, listen, nobody <laughs> is going to buy one. No, nobody, because it only comes with one controller. People are going right. to buy an extra controller. People are yep. going to buy DLC. People are going to buy Fortnite. And then buy Battle Pass. Like how many? How many? Like once this gets goes live, how many kids? I I I bet you there'll be a bunch of them. We're like, oh, for twenty bucks a month, 
my kid can have an Xbox and play Fortnite on the TV instead of on my phone. Yeah. Some people would do that just yeah. because, you know, like yeah. my sister, whose son is one. is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in. He's an, Xbox, <laughs> he's an Xbox kid, I guess. There's good Xbox games, right? And I'm like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the other thing, too. It comes with Game Pass, which means you have access to tons of games, which includes every new Microsoft published release. So it, yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I think it has the potential to be awesome. We don't have all the fine details yet. Right. Um, like, for example, what happens if you're late on a payment? Or what right. happens if you stop right. making payments? Right. That's where this could get weird because I do know you have to sign up through Dell. Yeah. So you're going to have to go through a credit check or what other kind of stuff that they do for their normal financing stuff. Um, so I think no, not everyone is going to be able to roll right in there and get this because it is going to depend on credit. Well, I don't know about that. Only because, I mean, unless, I mean, I don't know about that only because you don't have to do that for a phone. Oh, well, like, it says on the a... Xbox site that they, you have to pass their. Oh, um, they have a check. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I have not read the Xbox, all of it. So yeah. I think that's relevant, right? There are some people that might not be able mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, cause Apple doesn't do it. You just, yeah. you know, but so it's tough to say how strict it'll be, but you're right. Everybody's not going to be able to, however, enough people will. Yeah. And, you know, Microsoft wouldn't uh, uh, tell me, tell me what you think about this. This is a really good deal. 35 bucks a month for an Xbox one X. I'm ignoring mm-hmm. the S that one's a really, really good deal. Yeah. Um, and part of that is because they're locked into the Xbox one X could only be $500 because the current model was 500 and they really couldn't justify charging more. Right. What if this is really just an effort to get people used to financing consoles because next time maybe they're going to make something super powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, knowing that they don't necessarily have to be restrained by cost because they can let people finance it. Mm. Yeah. That's a distinct possibility. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, right now it's like we're talking about the Xbox Scarlet and the PS five or whatever. And everybody that talks about it, like public opinion is like, yes, we know this now video game consoles, 400, 300, you know, it's gotta be in there. Well, I mean, you can only do so much with a $400 console, but I bet you Microsoft being that they specialize in hardware. That's like their thing. Mm -hmm. um, They could make an $800 Xbox. Yeah. And maybe they charge you 35 bucks over three years. Yeah. You know, on launch day and a bunch of people go and finance it and they know that, you know, like and an $800 console, that's going to be a freaking beast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely possible that this is sort of like testing the waters. I think it's going to be really successful. I suppose. This I believe that. that it couldn't I believe be. that. It's probably, I think it's going to be both. Yeah. Or may, I think it could be both. I mean, this is yeah. absolutely going to be wildly successful. Everybody that yeah. I've talked to has been like, I'm in, we might even do it. I mean, that's yeah. a great way to upgrade my base Xbox One into yeah. an Xbox One X for 35 bucks a month. What? Yeah. Yeah. I know some people that um, that are like, 
this is good for them because they actually want to add a console. People that are sort of like in your position, Stephen, with like a bunch of kids and sometimes mm-hmm. you want to play together, but you can't do couch co-op. But if you have the separate console, then you could play together, like mm-hmm. as if you were on different sides of the country. So um, so that's, that's um, one of the things that's been um, attractive to some people as well. So yeah, absolutely. The, yeah. So this is, is super cool. I'm really interested to see how it plays out. And if uh, like Steven says, this might be the path to how they're doing things in the future. I mean, obviously you're going to be able to walk in there and buy the whole thing if that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. But yeah, having the option for people to not have to do that, is going to be very popular. And I want to be clear for those listening. I say that I don't even think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like if consoles, like they are absolutely restrained by price. Mm -hmm. If that gives them an opportunity to not necessarily be as restrained by price, I think that's fine. I personally, I mean, I do that with my phone. I mean, my iPhone, I pay a little bit. I pay, you know, over what, like three years. Like mm-hmm. that's what I do with my iPhone, and I don't have a problem with it at all. My iPhone's a thousand dollars. There's no way I would have a th- an iPhone, yeah, if they didn't let me split it up. And yeah. you know, like if they, they they let me split it up and it works. So I think I don't know who, who knows. It'll be, but it's, either way, this is a very exciting. Um, and I think there's gonna be a lot of really happy Xbox kids. This could just be a whole generation of Xbox kids. Yeah, parents who couldn't have afforded to get consoles before now they're in. Yeah, yeah, and also be interesting to see how this affects um, the market in relationship to Sony as well, um, because Sony obviously doesn't have this option, at least not yeah. now. Um, they may think of adding it in the future, but um, but yeah, this could uh, with the amount of units that this is probably going to move, this could bring. Microsoft, they're probably, they're not going to gain the lead, um, but it will bring them a lot closer than they are now. It will probably be narrowed significantly. Um, PlayStation's not going to have such a huge lead over Xbox in terms of sales. So there's that. Um, What else games? Oh, Nintendo. Nintendo did another Nintendo Direct. This one focused on their independent games or Nindies as they (laughs) are referred to. I didn't watch it. Surprise, surprise. But Steven did. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Steven, (laughs) tell us about the Nindies. Um, I mean, they announced, I think the biggest thing that came out of that was that um, in the breach actually came out like that day. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, let me bring up a list. It's been a few days and I don't want to, I don't want you to give me crap like you did the other time. So hold on. (laughs) Okay. So, um, okay. So Towerfall is coming. Towerfall is the multiplayer. You, you got a bow and you're shooting people. Um, the, the big ones I think are Minico's night market, which both of you should definitely be aware of if you're not already. Um, it's an adorable like town game about cats. Um, (laughs) no, like in Minico's night market, the two of you will absolutely play it. I guarantee it. You will love it. (laughs) You will play it. Okay. Um, Into the Breach came out on Switch that very day. It's from the people that made FTL. Um, it's a, you know, it's kind of like Advanced Wars meets Gundam Wing. Um, 
Uh, it's it's been described as every sad episode in every mecha anime ever. Every time you're on a map because characters are dying all the time. It's supposed to be real hard. Um, and uh, there's a new Hyperlight Drifter coming um, to the Switch. Um, but I think the biggest one is Untitled Goose Game is coming to the Switch. Have you guys heard of Untitled Goose Game? No, I think I saw a video of it. Yeah, it's about a, you play as a goose. And it's a stealth game where you're a goose just trying to do shenanigans. Right. Yes. Shenanigan it's, goose. I like yeah. it. It's Untitled Goose Game. I really hope that it is published under the name Untitled Goose Game. Goose Game. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. All right. So that's it then? Um, that was some of the... Those were some of the bigger announcements. I mean, the reality okay. is... Um, it was not like the, I mean, it was cool, but it really wasn't like this giant thing. A lot of, you know, it was a lot of really good stuff, but nothing that was, there were no huge surprises that like took the world over. Um, the, the one thing that is going to have probably the longest lasting impact is that Nintendo announced that they have a new Nindies channel available from the news and update section um, that is basically going to be regularly. Um, you know, publishing content to um, help showcase Nindies. And I think mm. that's a big deal. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I, the, the other thing about games, that's we're going to get through this dark cloud, but also just a heads up to everybody starting next week, the fall, big fall releases are mm-hmm. starting to hit. Spider-Man is the first one. So, um, so there's going to be lots of lots of cool games for us to be talking about in subsequent episodes. So, movies and TV. So, Amazon is in talks. Suppose I don't think any anybody has actually confirmed this, but reportedly Amazon is talking to a few movie studios, including Paramount and Sony, to make original movies for Prime Video which uh, this is not surprising at all because Netflix already does this. Um, So that would be cool. I mean, more original movies ready to go that you don't have to go into a theater for is very cool (laughs) in my opinion, because there are lots of things that I would like to watch that I don't want to go to the theater for and pay lots of money for a ticket and popcorn. And I guess, you know, technically I don't have to have the popcorn when I go to a movie, <laughs> but I have yeah. to have popcorn when I go to the have to. Yeah. At this point, I, we went to see Incredibles two, And we went uh-huh. to, because we go to the movie theater where you get the food. Yeah. Right. Delivered to you. And we went to a right. theater and I realized there were kids in there and I wasn't sure we could get beer. And uh-huh. I was like, did you book us in a theater where I can't get a beer? <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't know if I'm down with this. <laughs> <laughs> so that I very closely watched and somebody else came in and was served a cocktail in a cocktail glass. And I'm like, okay, we're okay. <laughs> so I feel you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. So, so yeah, so this is, this is cool. Hopefully it's something that's actually going to happen because like I said, Netflix does these. I actually just watched a original Netflix um it wasn't a, it was a documentary. It's called The Contestant Who Knew Too Much. And it's about this guy who, like, 
learned all the prices for everything on the prices, <laughs> right? Yep. It's, um, they, it's, they spoof that in uh, I Met Your Mother. Oh, There's yeah. There's an episode where Barney learns all the prices of everything to go on the prices, right? Because he thinks Bob Barker's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, we watched this. This guy did not um, inspire much empathy for me. He just kind of seemed like a jerk. Like he's like bragging. Like right. She yeah. knew stuff. And oh, look, you know, people were talking about him even when he wasn't on stage and all this kind of crap. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, but eventually he helped out this guy um, who had made it all the way to the showcase showdown. It's funny. I remember all these things from the prices right now from watching this documentary. <laughs> but he, his bid on the showcase showdown was exactly. Exact to the dollar, the wow. exact price. And so everybody flipped out, like, you know, like how this guy was been cheating. And but it was this other guy that the documentary was about had actually figured it out, or he says he figured it out, but they, yeah, I don't know, it was a little fishy, but he's taking credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, like, the after this, Price is Right has done something where they're basically going to make that impossible. Um, although I don't know how, yeah. but it's funny because they talked to, um, there was a long time producer who had just been let go and there, the, this, you know, exact bid for the showcase happened when there was a new producer in there. And so, and it was kind of like ended just without a lot of resolution. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. Like, you know, no, like that's something that the price is right. Like they don't care if people help you, you know, people right. around and people are yelling from the audience all the time. But apparently in this case, that wasn't okay. So hmm. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Um, I uh, would have been okay with not watching that, but hey, <laughs> you know, it was only me. an hour or so. Right. So. <laughs> not everything is a home run. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Another original Netflix thing that I watched actually last night, which was very much worth my time, was uh, a new stand-up show from Dimitri Martin called Overthinker. Do you guys know Dimitri Martin? Mm -mm. You don't? I don't think so. He's so funny. Uh, He's like a nerd stand-up comic. He's very self-effacing. He does this thing where he makes these crazy little drawings. He's just really funny. So this is free on Netflix. If you have Netflix, look for it. It's called Dimitri Martin Overthinker. Um, Isaac and I like him so much. We went and saw him uh, live when we lived in San Francisco. It was, um, but yeah, I can't promote him enough. He's so funny. He came to play in Seattle, like, I don't know, six months ago or whatever. And I didn't hear about it until like a week or so after tickets went on sale and it was sold out and we weren't in the place where we're going to spend extra money to, you know, buy scalp tickets. So, but anyhow, highly recommend it. He's got a very dry kind of sense of humor, which is something that I really like, but anyhow, so other movie news, fantastic beast, the crimes of Grindelwald is the most anticipated fall movie according to a survey done by fandango hmm. not really surprising no. very much to me i mean that's well, what they, did they ask people about spider-man into the spider-verse like did they ask that because i don't understand people if that's the case um okay well you don't understand me either <laughs> apparently 
I'm much more interested in Fantastic Beasts. Um, but some of the other popular. No, but I do understand you. It's just you. <laughs> it's just that I'm weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right. I'm right. Yes, I am weird, but I I think that your anticipation for Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse is very weird. <laughs> I don't think that that's something that, like, I wouldn't even have known about that movie had you not told me about it, Stephen. So I think that that is probably the case for most people that get surveyed by Fandango. Um, <laughs> So. Well, I was going to say something like there. There's no Star Wars movie this fall, right? No. Correct. Right. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why I think Fantastic Beasts would be rating so high is because yeah, we're still waiting a year for yeah. And the rest of the the list from this survey from Fandango, Bohemian Rhapsody is the mm. second most anticipated. Venom, the third, then Wreck It Ralph two, and then A Star Is Born. I didn't even realize that they're remaking A Star Is Born. Um, with Lady Gaga. I, my mom loved the original movie because she loved Barbara Streisand. It's but anyhow, be a hard act to follow, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, she's um, talented, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Venom looks cool. I doubt that I will see that in the theater, but that's why Venom. That? That's that's my response to Venom. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Venom is that god that looks like garbage. Ugh. Oh, okay. Um, All right, we'll see. Venom, Venom without Spider Man is really stupid i'm sorry <laughs> okay like, i mean it's am i, I it, venom needs spider-man in order to be a thing okay and he doesn't so i don't know I, it's well it's like an whatever <laughs> i just, just my- yeah i i'm not as into the whole universe and how it all works together so sort of like an origin story of this weird thing that gets attached to this guy and turns him into this anti-hero villain type thing that is interesting to me so but i've had isaac explain to me the relationship between venom and spider-man many many times and i still can't tell you exactly what it is so that's why i'm somewhat interested in this that's because you filled your brain with every little detail of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like they're just you're running out of room. Like you're gonna forget about the plot for the first Tomb Raider game. Cause you just <laughs> there's just so much Game of Thrones in there. Yeah. This is not to say that your your brain is not is not prodigious, right? Like I'm just <laughs> saying that you've got a lot of Game of Thrones shit going on. <laughs> right. And I, I need mean a, that with love. I, I mean it with I need, love. I need a pensive. Like from Harry Potter. Right. So oh man, up. if there was any magical item I could have, that would yeah, be one. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, Seriously. The time turner. I yeah. would lose my mind for the time turner. No, the, the time turner, I, I would screw something up. I'm, right. I'm let's see. I bumped into <laughs> the printer three times yesterday in an hour long <laughs> class. Three times. And each time I said the same joke and the students around me laughed out of pity. <laughs> I was so embarrassed with myself. So I know I would mess something up with the time turner, but a pensive where I could like pull my thoughts out of my head and like go like my memories and like, yeah, like, and I don't know if it like clears up a room in your brain when you pull them out, but in my right. mind it does. Yeah. So that's the way I interpret it. Thins so. things out a little bit in there and you can yeah. kind of like, like, you know, shut other people or whatever. Like, yes, down. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, they also <laughs> asked about specifically horror movies, obviously, because Halloween is coming up. And the number one is Halloween. And I honestly, I didn't know. I probably vaguely heard that there was a new mm-hmm. Halloween coming out. Um, but this reminded me, and I went and watched the trailer um, before we started recording because that was the best idea ever. Um, <laughs> I watched the Halloween movies when I was young and I loved horror movies when I was young, but now, man, I don't know. Yeah. Like watching this, like, and I thought that this was going to be a reboot. I hadn't read anything about it. I thought it was going to be a reboot, but it's not. It's like a far future sequel. Um, yep. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it as her character. So, um, but man, like halfway through that trailer, they start with the music. Everybody knows that music. <laughs> and I yep. was like, wow. Anyhow. So other horror movies uh, anticipated The Predator, The Nun. The Nun. I've been hearing people talk about The Nun. Have you guys? I haven't watched any trailers or anything. Do you guys know what that is? They I got don't. in trouble. Oh, yeah. They got in trouble for their, um, their first YouTube ad was such a jump scare. Uh-huh. It was like violating um, content standards on like YouTube huh. and because it was really crazy because it's a image that looks like a still advertisement uh-huh and then it turns straight into like whatever like jump scare central wow. um with like loud noise and everything so it was violating standards because of the fact that it you know was deceptive i don't know the specific reasons but my guess is because it was looks like a still image and then suddenly wasn't okay yeah that's cool. There's a jump scare in the Halloween trailer. Well, it's not really a jump scare. It made me jump anyhow, but there's like a thing at the end where they're in a bedroom. A little boy says, hey, can you go close the closet door? And the girl gets up and goes close it and it pops back open and she closes it again and it pops back open. And like I knew Michael Myers is in that closet. Like my brain knew that that was what was happening. And then when it actually popped open and showed him, I still jumped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, anyhow. Conditioning. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most anticipated uh, family movies. Fantastic Beasts tops the list there, too. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Dr. Zeus is the Grinch. I don't know if they're making another Grinch. It's animated this time. Yeah, I know, but the <sighs> animated TV show from back in the day was enough. You need to do another animated Yeah, I, I saw that preview for that when we saw The Incredibles, too. And I was yes. Like, really? Yeah. Again, like I mean, I it's a good story, but come on. Yeah, that's just you know, it's a good popular Christmas story. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries to do it every other year every, at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then yeah. 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 um, the house with the clock in its walls, and the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Uh, every time I have gone to the to the theater in the last two months, I've seen the trailer for the house with the clock in its walls. Uh, they're really promoting the crap out of that movie. I don't know. I don't. I never read the book. Did you guys read the book? Apparently, mm-hmm. it was a famous book. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it looks sort of okay, but I'm not super interested in it. And the Nutcracker one actually looks interesting because it's not really the Nutcracker. <laughs> it's <just sort> of <laughs> taking the lore of the Nutcracker and digging deep into digging it. Digging into it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyhow, so those are the movies. Wait, uh, wait, miss one. Wait, wait, miss one. What? Miss one what? A movie thing. Okay. I did. 
Um, pro- you probably didn't miss it. You probably didn't know about it. But uh, uh, Paramount Pictures um, is has uh, announced that they are making a Monument Valley movie. Oh, interesting. That is very cool. Um, which I'm more than a little excited about. Um, and um, they've finished almost all the primary casting for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And Jim Carrey is going to be Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He hasn't you know, really been in anything in a while. That's going to nope, be like because his- he's gotten a little crazy. <laughs> a little crazy um but yeah he's uh he's the villain in uh he's gonna be dr robotnik is this an animated uh no sonic? it is uh sonic oh, the hedgehog you... is animated but oh, okay. he is inside a real world so it's gonna be like oh, who framed the, roger rabbit combo thing oh okay that just sounds weird um monument valley i take it will be completely animated uh we don't know Oh, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. The um, so because Monument Valley isn't so much about the story; it's about the love. Oh, okay, the film will situate live actors in Monument Valley's dreamy world. I'm down with that. That sounds great. Okay. Rock those people out on a green screen and have them do just just stupid crap. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that game. That game is amazing. It is. Um, but. You know, I would imagine that. I mean, Paramount has done some pretty visually stunning things. Mm-hmm. Sounds great to me. Just get it. Just don't let it go into editorial hell, right? Like, just get right. it done, put it out. You know that this is all about the visuals. The story is not all that important because, right? There's the not story, really a story. It's a freaking yeah. mobile game, okay? Yeah. Just like a mom and a kid and a weird like pillar thing. Just go to yeah. town. Go to town. Yeah. Um, well, the I first one that. didn't even have a mom and a kid. The first one was just the character. True. Right? It's been a True, long but time it's since been, I played but, that. But they're, it's Monument Valley, right? Like, they're doing both. Uh-huh. But you're right. They could do whatever they want. I just think it would be more entertaining if there were two characters instead of one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I'm going to do one real quick Game of Thrones thing. Because I don't, I think people would be disappointed if anything related to Game of Thrones happened and I didn't talk about it. So um, we do have a few Game of Thrones fans who listen to the show for sure. Okay, good, good. So HBO just um, released like a sizzle reel, um, like promotional video for all their shows that are on now and all the shows that are coming up, and there are lots of clips of Game of Thrones in that, but they're all from season seven. And then there's this one clip, split second. I mean, really, really split second. Sansa's hugging somebody, and you see her eyes, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And everybody assumes that's from the next season. I'm like, (laughs) okay. Like, it's just. You can't see anything around her. You can't see anything about the scene. There's nothing telling. Yeah. No context. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it could be, but, you know, my journalist skeptical mind is saying I need the proof before I believe yeah. this. But, I mean, supposedly she's unhappy hugging John, and that's why they think it comes from season eight, is because she's going to be unhappy when he comes back, which is plausible. Um, I just don't think, I don't think this is it. Uh, there are so many things that could have gotten cut from the last season. 
and we didn't really see a lot of their parting, uh, John and Sansa. So she could have hugged him as you know during that part and they just cut it and decided to do something else so yeah anyhow we'll see but apparently i was reading up that the first footage for season seven actually appeared in hbo sizzle reel so we'll see i just mm-hmm. wish they released the freaking trailer and release date already right because I, I think they're me- they're already messing with us <laughs> i don't know if you saw this regina but they t- there was an interview with the visual effects guy the head visual effects guy uh-huh. who said that he's going to be working on game of thrones uh into may of next year when whispers have been going on that it was going to come out in april right and so everybody's like because he wouldn't say exactly when it was coming out right he's just like it's working until may and the official hpo uh stance was that it's coming out in the first half of 2019 right so that so, could be all the way up to june it could be but anyhow, you're, you're thirsty for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that was a Steven level thing. I know. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good, but. Right. Thank you. <laughs> That's the other thing at Disneyland, Steven. When I was writing the Jungle Cruise, I was just thinking that, like, you would love all these stupid jokes that they do on that. Have you ever written that, like, at Disney World or anywhere? Mm hmm. Yeah, you know the stupid dad jokes I'm talking about. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, I love them. <laughs> so I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. That is also our handle on Twitter, and you can also find us on Facebook. As mentioned at the top of the show, I write a column about Game of Thrones every other week for the Geek Embassy. Uh, that's just thegeekembassy.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Nicole Tanner. Regina is head geek at the Geek Embassy and also the host of Game on Girl podcast. I got to get my Game of Thrones article to you this week. <laughs> yeah, it will. It will. It will happen. Will happen I, this week. Yes, it will happen this week. <laughs> Pre packed. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like Regina and I were talking the last time we recorded, and I'm like, "When is my next thing due?" And she's like. Oh, I have you down for today. Right. <laughs> like, oops. I'm like, uh, yeah. The schedule just kind of went to crap for summer, everybody. Yeah. So we're going to get back into the swing of things yes. when, yeah. you know, things kind of calm right. down for everybody. But do yeah. keep an eye on the Geek Embassy's social media. Like, follow us on Instagram because we're going to Rose City Comic Con next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the weekend after this um, episode airs. Uh, and we do a lot of pictures and videos and stuff on Instagram when we're at cons. Um, and if you have somebody or a panel or something or a celebrity panel you want us to go to, shoot us a, a message at the Geek Embassy on um, uh, Twitter. I think it's, we're just Geek Embassy, at Geek Embassy on Twitter. And uh, let us know and we'll cover it because uh, there's three of us and we can go in different directions. So. Yeah, that's going to be our next big thing. And I do think I'm going to interview the CEO from Espionage Cosmetics while I'm there. Wow. Um, wow. Which, um, if you guys don't know Espionage, they do like the the finger, the nail stickers yes. with all the geeky yes. patterns and stuff on them and all kinds of cool geeky cosplay makeup. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I get a free package of nail wraps from them at every con. Yes. Yes, <laughs> me too. I still have some of them in my... <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've used them ever, but yeah, they keep I, giving them to me. So. I got I got ectoplasm ones for when I was um, Holtzman uh-huh. that glowed in the dark. And so cool. those, those, those were awesome. But anyway, so I'm going to talk to her for my next interview for uh, Game on Girl. So keep cool. an eye out for that. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yep. All right. So Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming. What's going on over there, Steven? Uh, podcast is still going and the streaming has started. Um, I actually well, yeah, started, I saw you had started your world of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, yes. So we're actually doing it. I kind of fell into it by accident. Um, but so now we have two streams. Uh, one will be at least somewhat intermittent until I figure out my own schedule, but it's called mm-hmm. daddy downtime. Um, yeah. and that is where I'm going to play uh, world of Warcraft uh, usually late at night on the East Coast, but probably just in time for you guys. And I'm basically just playing through, hanging out. Um, as as I develop a small crowd, I'm sure we'll talk about the news of the day. Um, mm-hmm. And we are, uh, Evan is still going to do his thing. It's going to be on Tuesdays. It's going to be at 8 o'clock. Uh, it will start next, maybe not next Tuesday because we have a fantasy football draft. Um, but maybe the week after that, we're not really sure. We're figuring it all out. But um, he's def- we we did the technical test. That's what my thing started as was me just testing to make sure that we could do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it, so I'm kind of going to keep doing it. Cool. Um, other than that, we're just doing stuff. Follow okay. us on various socials, and you'll learn as we start doing more things. Cool <laughs> stuff and things. Cool. Stuff EFG. And things. all right well i think that wraps it up thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you in two weeks bye bye